This is The Three Dummies, the Sunshine Coast Daily's NRL podcast with Matty Holdsworth and Nathan Nugget-Dell. Hello, hello. <laughs> 25 rounds of entree. The main Look meal out. is being served. The finals are here. Welcome to The Three Dummies NRL podcast. As always, I'm your host, Nathan Dell, joined by Matty Holdsworth. How are you, Matty boy? Oh, Nugget, I'm a bit better than you. You sound, sound pretty, uh, not pretty nasally. No, look, this is just, you know how often, you know, after a long season. Bit of man season, flu or something. You know, you, get, you, you fight through 25 rounds of home and away football and then... The body yeah. just starts to break down. Yeah. I feel like Pat Cummins. Right. I've, I've bowled in all four tests, and I'm just starting to come nah, apart. he's got one more in him, though. I think he's got one more in him. I've, and yeah. I've, got, I've got four more weeks in me, surely. I can gut it through. Because after 25 weeks of – I'm going to put it out there. I'd say every week we've had at least three dud games. Is yeah. It, is, that a, is that even yeah, a conservative it's a analysis? Yeah. It's been a long – of those 192 home and away games, I'm going to say we had – 50 rippers? Mm, I would probably have to go back more. Thoroughly and have a look. Uh, there's been some crackers. Because what is that? That, gives us, two, that of... gives us two rippers a weekend. Yeah. Because I think what we did have a lot of this year is maybe games that we didn't think were going to be great mm. that turned out to be little ball terrors. Mm. Um, but I, I, let's just work, let's crunch those numbers here. So 192 games. Let's, I mean, I mean, for a round number, let's say 50 rippers. Right. Let's say that middle, that, that, that it was an okay game. What are we going to say? Maybe another 50? Yeah. At least with 92 dud games. Nah, it can't be that many. <laughs> does feel like there's been a lot. Well, but I don't well, think 90. Well, straight away we've got, I can think of at least, well, if you take the, the Titans 23 games and the Dragons 20 of their 23, there's 43 there. Bulldogs early season games mm. weren't great. Mm. Newcastle had some horrible outings. I don't reckon these figures are unfair. <laughs> now you put it like um, that, yeah. So it does, and we love our footy, but it does feel like it's been a very long season, doesn't it? Yeah, the the origin, I think, helped because it was such a close cracker series. You're right, it did. It gave us um, a bit of a fill-up halfway think that, through. Yeah, like it sort of stemmed the, the flow of The good manure. news is I reckon we've got three crackers and Sunday. I think two crackers. <sighs> Manly are busted. Sad. Look, <laughs> it's sad. They are mean, so busted. Do you mean the team from Asbestos Oval? Oh. Uh, we'll get to that later on in the show because we talk about Brookie a lot. Brookie hit a new low this week. Uh, but look, four potentially, I think three potential crackers and one game involving the Broncos. Uh, the Rabbitohs and the Roosters, the Storm and the Raiders, the Eagles and the Sharks. Which one are you Eagles looking forward Broncos. to the most? I, I, I'm dead keen for Friday night. I reckon that's going to be Delta. Rabbits and the Roosters, I'm excited. I think I'm just excited because of history. Yeah. I actually think this will be a blowout. Who? Roosters. I'll, I'll hit you with that very soon. Ooh. We pull that game apart. I reckon the Roosters are going to hand out a uh, wait till your father gets home style smacking uh, right. for the poor little bunnies. Storm of the Raiders I'm excited about just to see which team attacks the head of the opposition more um, given given eye gouge game. We'll discuss mm. that a little bit later. Seagulls and the Sharks I'm actually quite liking the idea of simply because I reckon both these teams are just going to ping the footy around. What about T-Rex getting a comeback possibly? Oh, we will discuss ten, that. Ten years ago, just quietly, well, he was you? playing right here. He was playing in a, in a, in a grand of, final for the Sunshine Coast Sea Eagles. As, as a 5'8". And he was overrated then. It was Trent Hodgson's in the, the halfback. It was. Uh, on, that, on that fine day. Uh, and then the Eels and the Broncos. Um, I, I, I think my son's soccer breakup was at the same time, and I don't mind. I'm more upset about the breakup, meaning that I might miss some of the lightning. I'd, 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 rather, go, I'd rather go to the in-laws 
Oh, you yeah. Know, you'd just you'd be like, okay, any day to go to the inlers, let's do it. Let's make it Sunday Arvo at four. Oh. This could potentially be brutal. But look, we'll pull it all apart tipping-wise. Oh, um, don't go there. I got four. I got three. Problem is, you got three, Matthew. Yeah, oh, there was so some. So my little, my little gap of four games yeah. has opened up again. Because what have we got? We've got four, six, eight. We've got nine games left. I think you'd call it unassailable. Not quite. I reckon. Mm. I reckon if that four-game gap is there after this weekend, you're going to have a tough time yes. reining me in, and then I'll win the thousand dollars. And I'm sure we talked about it before the season. I'm sure, we talked about that, didn't we? I'm I'm sure we did. It's yeah. straight out of our producer crashes. Yeah, no, no. So, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Crash pays yeah. for all of it, which is great. Or we just get our boss Hursty onto it. He'll be able to sort something out. That's news limited money, baby. Either way, look, I if anyone could put the bed from here, it's me, is all I'm saying. We do have to look at our top fives as well, in as much as our, our how we thought things were gonna roll out. We might do that now. So, of course, the Man, way it we, all finished. There's going to be some. There's going to be some real standout failures here. So for playing along at home, as it finished, the Storm, the Roosters, the Rabbitohs, the Raiders, the Eels, the Seagulls, the Sharks, and the Broncos is our is our actual ladder. Maddie, you had the Roosters coming first. Not a bad effort, yeah. and not a silly thing to say. No, um, I'm not angry. But I'm just disappointed about your second place finish, the Brisbane Broncos. Only in only. Eight off the pace, seven off the pace. And did you see last year the cutoff for eight was thirty-two points? Yeah. This year the Broncos. No, thirty. But no, it was thirty-two. I thought it was thirty-two. This year for the, the Broncos got in on twenty-five after being hammered by the one-time wooden spoon favourite. You so know that the last time a, a team got in with that low. Who was it? Brisbane Broncos oh, on twenty-four. Oh, was back that, in two thousand seven. Was this back in the bad old Ivan Henjak days, or was yeah. this? Yeah. So you had the Broncos coming second. Bum bum. You, you lack of faith. You had the storm coming third, but you did better than me. You had the Panthers coming fourth. I think a lot of people had the Panthers up there. I had Penrith in there. Mm. You had the Sharkies coming fifth. You had the Cowboys coming sixth. Oh. You had the Rabbitohs coming seventh, and you had the Knights coming I'm eighth. Sneaking in. So you had the Knights and the Cowboys and the Panthers being given far too much faith. Mm. My rundown's not any better. Mm. I said the Roosters would be their minor premiers. I agree with you there. Uh, I had the Cowboys coming second. Oh, <laughs> what an idiot. Oh. I had the Sharks coming third. Again, idiot street. I live in the biggest house. I had the Rabbitohs coming fourth. So I actually, oh, no, they came third. I was going to say, I got one right, but I didn't. Uh, I had the Storm coming fifth. How what was I drinking that day? <laughs> what the? No f- Billy Slater. Yeah, know. but still, my God, Nathan, what are you doing? I had the Storm coming fifth. I had the Broncos coming sixth. Oh, no, I didn't get that one right either. I had Penrith coming seventh and the Knights coming eighth. So what I think that says to everyone listening, stop listening now because yeah. we know nothing about this game apparently. Oh. So I, there, there are some teams that I genuinely don't think many people would have predicted. We in are bums. You got one, two, three, four, five teams right. I got one, two, three, four, five teams right. Yeah, we suck. Yeah. We suck tough, massively. Tough comp though. So... That bodes really well, I think, for going forward for our podcast. We'll dive into it all. Coming up next, our first game to kick off semifinals 2019, the Roosters hosting the Rabbitohs. This is the Three Dummies, the NRL podcast, thanks to the Sunshine Coast Daily. It all kicks off Friday night, so no more Thursday night footy, which is horrifying. At least for this first week, we can just watch the cricket instead, Mm. instead of the footy on Thursday night. Friday night, it all kicks off at the Sydney Cricket Ground, 7.50 kickoff. Our reigning premiers and second place getters, the Roosters, 
taking on the Rabbitohs. It's been a while since these two teams played. It'll be a good eight days mm. since the last time these two bashed each other. Our Roosters, James Tedesco at fullback, Daniel Tupo and Brett Morris on the wings, Latrell Mitchell and Joey Manu in the centres, Luke Keary and Cooper Cronk in the halves, Jared Warrior Hargraves, Sam Verrills and Isaac Liu in the front row, Boyd Cordner, Mitch Orbison and Victor Radley in the back row, with Angus Crichton, Zane Tedavano, Nat Butcher and Sia Takieho coming off the bench. For the Rabbitohs, Adam Dwayhe at fullback, Alex Johnston and Corey Allen on the wings, James Roberts and Campbell Graham in the centres, Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds in the halves, Tevita Tatola, Damian Cook and Liam Knight in the front row, with John Sutton, Jaden Sewer and Cam Murray in the back row, with Ethan Lowe, Dean Britt, Thomas Burgess and Mark Nichols coming off the bench. Straight away, I'm really glad that uh, Jarab Warrior Hargraves got off. I had no problem with that hit last week. It, it was it was very very much accidental. It looked bad. Yeah, it, it looked it, bad because there was blood everywhere. He was in a bad way. But at the end of the day, he was falling. Yeah, Jared there was it wasn't a very a swinging little arm. he could do. If Liam Knight doesn't go south, Jared uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves <laughs> hits him in the middle of the stomach. I'm, I'm I am surprised Liam Knight is is available to play this week. I was really surprised and to see him named. I I, I would have. I don't think if a player gets suspended by another player, sorry, concussed by another player and miss a week, I sort of in the agreement that the other player should also it's miss a week. It's bad enough for the bloke to get suspended. Yes. It's bad enough. Yes, but for obviously you to have he's a week. fine, so yeah. both of them have to play. As I said, I think it just looked bad because there was blood everywhere. Oh. He was must have hit him like in his soft part of the skull and just yeah. been one well, of those. Well, as anyone who's played any footy knows, that area under your eyebrows mm. gets cut real easy and you bleed like a stuck pig. If you get hit, I've got, I'm lucky I've got nice big bushy John Howard eyebrows because it covers up about Ken four scars. Uh, and, I like, and I shape them a certain way as well. Um, it's part of my my manscaping routine. Um, Rusty Crow's been at training this week, mm. whipping out the big South Sydney book of feuds. If you're not sure what this is, Russell Crowe actually commissioned a book in 2007 called The Book of Feuds, which is basically about rugby league and all the people who hate each other, but Rusty in that wonderful gladiatory oh, way. He's, he's mad, isn't he? And but give, brilliantly oh, mad. I love him. Yeah. And given the state of my voice at the moment, I might be able to bang it out because he would have gone all gladiator. Yes. We hate these boys. These boys from Bunga. Maximus Deridius. So, yeah, I am yes. a husband to a murdered wife, father to a murdered son. We've got all of that in if there. If he's not doing the pregame magical. speech, then I don't know. He, he's not really doing he his job. Have. I am Maximus Decimus Meridius. Yeah. would have been amazing. There wouldn't have been a dry eye in the house. So Rusty's been at training. He's been getting the boys fired up. Um, obviously, last week, that was a very, very brutal game. Uh, between the Rabbitohs and the Roosters. I, I'm pretty impressed with the Rabbitohs' ha- ability to hang in there because that looked yeah. at one stage. If I think it, who was who was it who um who knocked on when the Rabbitohs were up? Sorry, Roosters were up. Um, uh, yeah, and looked like it was sort of the yeah. beginning of the end. Uh, um, was it? Was it Sam Crichton? Maybe it might actually. Well, I think it was. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and like just... Joey Mano did that miraculous little kick, oh. and then. Sort of bombed the try. But. I'll tell you what, the stand-up for me last week, everyone was talking about Adam Reynolds and everyone was talking about Cody Walker. Cam Murray. Oh, he, is he their most valuable player? Ford, yes. And the moment that summed up his night was right at the end there. Uh, who was coming onto the ball at speed? It was the young, young, was uh, it the, uh, Williams? Uh, Billy Smith. Yeah. Coming at he speed. He absolutely jolted him. And that him. moment where you see Cam Murray go, oh, nah, he's going to drop this back on the inside here. The presence of mind oh. alone and often when he, he had do no that, time to react to make that tackle and then to pull off a tackle like that. What yeah. normally happens in that situation, though, Matty, is what happened to Tom Trebojevic. You change directions, you throw an arm out, and you tear a peck. Yeah. Whereas it was Cam Murray's gone, nah, he's going to come. I better shirt front this yeah. dude. And he nailed Billy yeah. Smith in the tackle it, of the night. Yeah, um, he absolutely got him. Like, if Souths win the comp this year, it's two tackles for me. It's 
Damien Cook against the Broncos, and it's Cam Murray, no matter what happens for the next month. If Sam Burgess is holding up that trophy, it's those two tackles, Damien Cook against the Broncos on Corey Oates and Cam Murray. Because even though, and I probably did win them the game, because if he doesn't make that tackle, Billy Smith probably cut through that gap. And on the, on the face of the season, it wouldn't have meant a lot. They would have dropped to fourth instead of third. It wouldn't have been a game-ending loss for the Rabbitohs. But it was a moment where they kind of went, nope. Mm. Line in the sand. I, I think it's a bit of you shall not pass. It's, it's a sort of it's a minor psychological event advantage. Absolutely, and old man Bennett mm. loves those. Mm. He'd rather have a million little mm. si- little little psychological wins mm. than one big one. What about Cook's ability? To, what, uh, that that effort he did to get out of Ingle. Oh, that was unbelievable. How, how did he squeeze through? Because if that? he doesn't get out, the Roosters definitely score the next. Yeah. That, that was the third or maybe yeah. even fourth. Set they would have had to defend. Contorsed his body to get through. I don't understand how he got through. Because if you at face value, you could say it was a poor kick chase. Kick chase was great. And the tackle was good too. Yeah. Uh, you know he's ridiculous. He's like something out of Cirque du Soleil. Look, if he gets if he gets five, maybe four attacking runs, they're a real chance. I'm on the view of. Now that you've said that, I reckon the Roosters are going to pump them. Here back, baby born. Don't get me started on on blokes earning eight hundred grand a year and missing games with their babies being born. Don't get me started. Um, Kiri back, massive. Yeah, I'm fine with him having a little rest. Uh, I, rest, yes. But I'm sorry, if you're earning anywhere from 800000 to a million dollars a year, you go wherever your employer tells kid? you to do. Yeah, I don't know. It does become I'm, less I'm special. I'm fine with it. I'm fine um, with it. But Kiri back. My boyfriend, Mitch Orbison, back. You know how much I like Mitch Orbison. Brett Morris back. Seven million games of experience. I just think... Takioho back. That's the, the that's the big one for me. The it, it, they've I, missed him. I reckon Trent Robinson, the shrewd coach that he is, said, guys, no one do a hammy tonight. We're coming second either way. Let's just let's just keep a few cards up our sleeve. We can't come third. Nothing can happen to us tonight. We can't lose the minor premiership and we can't come third. Let's all just go out there. No one do a fetlock and let's just keep a few cards up our sleeve because no one remembers who won in round 25. People remember who won the seat, won the competition, mm. and I reckon the Roosters are going to go out and hand out a belting. No, yeah, I see. I think Friday Wayne. Night. I think Uncle Wayne's a bit too shrewd to let that happen. I think Uncle Wayne was that shrewd ten years ago. Oh, I don't I'm know. Not as fa- I'm not as faithful in the old wizard as you are, and obviously the loss of Sam Burgess. I'm sorry for a guy who wants to leave our shores one day, being <clears> talked about in the same breath as the Malcolm Reallys and the really tough Pommies who came out here and made a difference, the Gareth Ellis's. Don't get suspended for pulling people's hair. That's a disgrace. Yeah. It's almost as bad as uh, Hudson Young's eye gouge, just because of how embarrassing it is to say at the judiciary. Yeah. I reckon that's why he pleaded guilty, not to have the downgraded charge, so he'd have to actually have a magistrate say he's been done for pulling someone's hair. Embarrassing. I think it's a recipe for a flogging. And when I say flogging, Oof. I see like, like 28, 28-4. I reckon that wow. legendary Roosters wow. defence is going to come. And I reckon the Rabbitohs are going to have no answers. Putting it much closer than that. You're picking the Roosters or the Rabbitohs? I am picking the Roosters. But what are you thinking margin-wise? Oh, a try. Oh, really? Two tries, maybe. At a late, late. A, so yeah. you think maybe it might be like 14-10 with four minutes to go and then Joey Manu scores a late one to make it 20-10 to 10 or something. How, how good is Joey Manu? How's that pass? He, he is the best centre in the game. He has I, to be. I'm not an orthopaedic surgeon, but I don't think the human wrist is supposed to go the way... His did oh. to get that ball to Billy yeah. Smith on, on it, Thursday it was, night. It was better than Matty Gidley. Oh, it was ridiculous. Because it was, yeah, and like with Matt Gidley, there was inevitability about it. Yeah, you knew it was going to come. This that wasn't came on. Out of nowhere. This was not on. It was a hard pass. He that had to reach like, over. You see that footage all the time of Jordan at his prime, and there's a famous 
He scored a famous, I was either a layup or a dunk, and I reckon it might have been against Charles Barkley's 76ers, where he went up at the right hand and then kind of brought the ball back under the ring and dunked it the other way. Little things where there's a part of your brain called the corpus callosum. It's the thing that decides whether you're doing something with your right hand or your left hand. It's a traffic cop in your brain. People like that don't have one, apparently, because their body's just going, no, 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 I'm going to do both hands at the same time. It's ridiculous. Joey Manu's popped that out. Learn something new every day. A mm-hmm. corpus, what, what? Corpus callosum. Oh, oh yeah, don't worry. A bit of amateur neurology here on the, the Three Dummies podcast. No, but what he did there, because he, it didn't look like he was going to pass. Like he said with Matt Gidley, mm. there, was an, mm. was, there was an inevitability. He almost had his wrist cocked. But Joey Manu had to deal with the defender with his left hand, and then he still kind of had the ball under his, under his wing, and then went, no, oh, Billy looks open. Mm. And Pachunka. Mm. And as I said, the shape of the human wrist is not designed to go that way. But again, Billy Smith playing his second yeah. game, having the presence of mind to go, I won't come in field here. I reckon Joey, even though he's cramping my space, Joey's going to put something on for me here. And then just, thanks very much. You, what, you know what I love about the Roosters this year? They're, they're short side plays. They love they, it, don't they? They have been using them more than anyone I've just and, but ever that's, seen. That's, but that's, using it that's well. cronk. Right away there. Yeah, I know, but like because that's a it, Melbourne it, pet play. It, it seems no. I think they're using it more than Melbourne. Oh, they are. No, I reckon yeah. they they started to learn the dark art last year from Cooper, yeah. and all of a sudden with a full season, then an off season, they've now worked yeah. out you can have a lot of fun in two meters, as much fun as you can in thirty. That's where Tedesco's just perfect because oh, he's, he's, he's he just you never tackle him first go. What I want to see, and it's a call that Melbourne always called, it's called S ball, which we saw many times, which is that ball would go from Smith at dummy half out to Cooper, and then immediately back inside yeah. to Billy. It's called S-Ball. And I reckon there's a very good chance during these final series we're going to see a red, white, and blue version of S-Ball with Jay Tedesco on the end of it. You're on the Roosters by a bit. Yeah, I I'm reckon on the Roosters like a, by lots. At, at 22-14 sort of 14 or at 22-16 sort of score. The good thing is they're going to bash each other for our entertainment. And it all happens Friday night. SCG it kicks off at 7.50. This is The Three Dummies, the NRL podcast thanks to the Sunshine Coast Daily. Saturday afternoon takes us to our second semi-final. Uh, the Storm taking on the Raiders. Saturday afternoon, 5.40 at Amy Park. Um, before we name the teams, is there a wobbliness about Canberra we're worried about? Is there an old card table quality about the Raiders? Oh, they rested four players, I mean. Yeah. It, and it, I, it was, But yeah, there is. Well, name the teams. Is that there's a factor here that I'm worried about for Ricky's Raiders. It's not just putting their fingers in people's eyes. The Melbourne Storm, our minor premiers, Ryan Pappenheisen, a fullback, Suliasi Vunavalu and Josh Adokar on the wings, Will Chambers and Justin Olam in the centres, Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes in the halves, Jesse Bromwich, Cameron Smith and Nelson Asafa Solomona in the front row, with Felice Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich and Dale Finucane in the back row, with Brandon Smith, Tui Kamakamika, Max King and Joe Stimson coming off the bench. For the Raiders, Sharns Nickel Klockstad returns at fullback, Nick Kotrick and Jordan Rapana on the wings, Jared Kroger and BJ Lelua in the centres, Jack White and Aiden Caesar in the halves, Josh Papali, Josh Hodgson and Sia Soliola in the front row, John Bateman, Elliot Whitehead and Joseph Tarpany in the back row, with Bailey Simonson, Dunamis Louie, Corey Horsburgh and Ryan Sutton coming off the bench. My concern is, yes, they named four oh, – sorry, they rested four blokes last week, the likes of Bateman and, and um, Charles Nicol Klockstad, but just, I just keep waiting for them to have a downer. And I don't think last week was it because they had that incredible – Week, like four or five weeks mm. where they were playing Manly. So you they just were playing they the Roosters. They were playing the Storm. I just wonder, given think of the emotional month they've had. Huge emotion to play the Roosters in Canberra. Huge emotion to come back from 18-0 down to knock over the Melbourne Storm. Huge emotion to come down from 12-0 
come back from 12 nil down to beat the Sharkies. I don't think last week was the dip that Canberra are going to have. I worry that it's this week. It might not be. I just, I think deep down, if you're Ricky Stewart, you'd still be rather playing the Roosters this weekend than the Melbourne Storm. Oh, no one wants to play Melbourne in Melbourne. Like, that's, that's just, just a fact. Fun for no but one. What? They're the only team to do it this year. Them and sorry, them and um, uh, Manly. Yeah, to go down there and knock them off. So that's it. Statistically, it's not a great road trip, but at least they do have that. And at least it wasn't in round like six. No, it's, it's guys. Recent. That was mm. a month ago we mm. beat them. Um, is there a better front rower in the world than Josh Papali at the moment? No, I think I've been I'm not saying that it. for a while. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, now Hudson Young. I, I just need. To, they need to give him more ball though. Like, yeah. there's been times lately, especially in the second half, he's been running decoys and just give him the ball. First tackle, second tackle, let him run it. I don't see why anywhere within, within inside the 10 metres, why he's not coming onto the ball at speed. Because mm. I, I would say he's almost Brad Fittler unstoppable at that distance. Mm. Um, just because he, of his he, power. Yeah, he's like a shot putter. Yeah, just, he you know, really those, is. Oh, he's yeah. like a little bowling ball. Um, One thing he's done this year as well, Hodgson's got him into the game for attack as well, like yeah, near absolutely. the try line. He's steamrolled his way to a number of tries. Make use of him. He's yeah. a large human. Uh, Hudson Young, five, uh, five weeks or eight weeks mm. to go with his five weeks earlier in the year. Um, I think if if you are charged with an eye gouge, minimum 10 weeks. Well, um, people were called for 20. Oh, and given the fact that... I not, thought 20 was a complete overreaction. Look, I'll, given that it's he's done it twice in a season... I, I, I was thinking 12 that would have been fine apparently, with Apparently, the NRL prosecutors were aiming for 12, ended up getting eight. That's a young man who's now missed 13 games for the worst thing you can do in the game. That's grubby. That's really grubby. Um, Brett Finch, in commentary on Fox Sports on Saturday afternoon, was sun, no, Saturday afternoon when it was happening, he was wild. Yeah. Well, the oh, was going to go the reaction, the the reaction from the, the NRL community was, was livid. Because it's disgusting. Yeah. And the thing, it's one of those things where you can't really ever defend yourself. Usually if that's happening, your arms are pinned or whatever else. Um, but the fact that I just don't know Ricky what goes Stewart trying head. to... Where, where does that, where does that um, you know, to do that, where does that come from? It's it's not something footy players are brought up doing. It's that's an a innate grubbiness, I think. Yeah. It really is. And hey, look, it seems like a good young footballer, Hudson Young. Yeah, he's had a really good year apart from those two instances. But mm. I just... There, there, there's Yeah, there's an innate grubbiness in a, in a human being who goes, you know what, I'm going to do this. Mm. And I thought it was really naive of Ricky Stewart to come out and say, oh, I don't think it was an eye gouge. Oh, nah, it, he's it, tried to say it was a facial. I'm sorry. And I know, I know Josh Maguire got by on a few of the... On the facial... No, I'm sorry. Just don't put your hand near anyone's face. One grub to another, really. Yeah, just stay away from it. exactly. I just don't get the idea Mm. of doing that ever. Um, There's there's, this win-at-all-costs mentality, and then there's just doing stuff like that. Just, no, get rid of it. Yeah, and and, and I reckon there's times you see athletes where the way they behave on the field, I think, is a window into their personalities. Mm. Um, The one one for me is like like a Greg Bird type, where you just always thought, oh, I don't know if I'd want to have a beer with you, because I just Mm. see too much of you on the field that makes me think, Maybe not the greatest human being in the world. Around there. Ah, uh, the storm. This is not exciting for them. This is just this is just round twenty six for them. Oh, is it? It's just another finals appearance. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. The fact that they're yes. It's in just finals. oh, it's finals, is it? Look, if you're any of those guys and you and your you know you and your partner want to go on a holiday, you're not booking anything in September. No. Like, if, you're, if you're playing for the Titans or the Cowboys or whoever it might be, you can say to your partner, look. Let's have a look, look at maybe say Cameron, Cameron Munster's about to get married. Sorry, September ruled out. I don't care if you're your bride. That's the just, best time of just year. Just let's let's no look at mid October at the earliest. No, you're um, on Kangaroo tour. Oh, potentially December, yeah. bang. Um, but so it's just gonna be business as usual for them. The thing is, is Cameron Munster fit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something wrong. 
at Charlotte. I know, I know he was rested last week. And Craig Bellamy was very – he didn't try and pull a Trent Robinson Swifty on us and say, oh, no, no, Cooper's going to play. Yeah. Cooper's not going to play. He was very there's open no, about the fact There's that, no child, mystery child being born or not born. No, <laughs> no. nothing. He, um, but, no, he, he needed the rest. I just – if he gets whacked a couple of times, if he gets papalied, mm. or if he gets, you know, if he gets Jordan Rapanid or BJ Leilured early in the game, I've just got this horrible sight of Cameron Munster with his arm in a jersey made sling coming off Amy. Oh, Park. Tommy Turbo. Yeah, exactly. I just well, it's going to be interesting to see how it, see how it affects his his running game, which is obviously his best attribute. Which I don't think would worry him from the point of the fact that it's not an issue of bravery; it's an no. issue of just can I physically yeah. do it. Um, I wonder if they caught his own him up if, if need see. Are we still saying that Brody Croft is being arrested now? Are we still saying that? I've never said that. <laughs> he's no. Been, no, no, but the, the rugby league community seems to be eating from that chaff bag that he's I don't know been. what's wrong with him. He, they just dropped him. Yeah. Just hundred percent got dropped. And I think they're a better side. I think side I called that five, six weeks ago. Yeah, no, ago. you did. Yeah. Um, and and he's, he's just that good. I like, didn't realise till this week that Ryan Pappenhausen is a West Tigers junior. Don't the West Tigers love giving away great fullbacks? Oh. <laughs> I, I did, honestly didn't know he was a Tigers junior. Imagine imagine picking a team of just the fullbacks the West Tigers have let go. My God, my boyfriend James Tedesco and now Ryan Pappenhuysen. Um, but that's probably the one position they don't need because Corey Thompson's had a great year. I needed him on Sunday. Oh, didn't they miss there. that that calf blowing up in the warm-up? Uh, the men in purple here, just way too good for me. Um, I, just, I reckon this is going to be the tough weekend I've been waiting for for Canberra. I reckon this could be, oh, you're coming to play finals, are you? That's cute. Yeah, uh, you, you sort of feel like they don't have the experience in finals to, to get the job done here. And I reckon, given the fact that BJ Lalu has been named, we can put him down for, what, four stupid penalties? Oh, uh, yeah. Per half? Yeah. Cha- uh, if Chambers is on his game, he'll, oh, he'll absolutely oh, get Oh, if Chambers gets under his skin... Um, there could and there's be no one better in the game. No, no, he's be a, a he, he absolutely kills people. We could see a genuine, not a sending off, a genuine NBA-style ejection. But if you were to just go through the Canberra's lineup, how many of them would have played in a in a proper finals campaign? Well, obviously they made that was it two years ago. They made the preliminary final, and Ed, Edric Lee dropped what would have been a winning. They would have played. Was that the year that the Storm beat the Cowboys? I think Edric Lee's ended up being about four clubs since then. <laughs> yeah, I think he has. No, look, they're not lacking for finals experience, and they've got great players. I, and look, if they were playing literally any other team in the in the top four, I'd be a lot more confident for Canberra. Even the Roosters. Even the Roosters. I just think, I just think because it's that purple machine down there, and I reckon, as I said, I reckon that Melbourne are going to go. I welcome to the kids' table. Welcome can, aboard. Uh, I reckon they'll Melbourne will get up to like a, a twenty to six lead, and then maybe a try late to Canberra. And then just park the bus. You reckon? Either way, we're both the men in purple. Yeah. So these these been. tips are not going to help you no, rein me in, my not. young friend. These two games coming up though, they oh, could. Oh, they could get they could get spicy. I'm on the storm. Maddie's on the storm. Kicks off Saturday afternoon, five forty at Amy Park. This is the Three Dummies Podcast. Thanks to the Sunshine Coast Daily with Maddie Holdsworth and Nathan Nugget Dell. We head to Saturday night to Lotto Land, Brookvale Oval, the Asbestos Dome, whatever you want to call it, when the Manly Sea Eagles host the Cronulla Sharks. So Manly- we're definitely still heading to Brookie? Is, yes. is that definitely happening? I believe. Look, this is Wednesday lunchtime. We're recording this podcast. See, I've heard they're, they're going to move. I heard they're no, no, they, the, apparently it's an acceptable level of asbestos on the hill. Ow. If you missed this story, um, in some soil testing that was being done on the hill at Manly, at Brookvale Oval, which is a public facility. So you're going to have to change your tetanus joke? Uh, we'll wait to see if someone gets asbestosis first, I But then guess. you don't get it for 40 years or something. No, that's a problem. We might be waiting a while. I can't imagine we'll still be doing this podcast. Like, um, like the likes of Graham Eady and 
all those could be manly legends. But yeah, no, the man, the the, the Warringah City Council were doing some some soil testing as they're looking to build this manly centre of excellence on that backside of the ground. In the doing of the soil testing, they discovered traces of asbestos. Did they test beavers' headgear? Because oh, I reckon that'd be littered with. I'd it. give Cliffy Lyons a swap yeah. too, just because of the amount of games he Go played. Go through there. his moustache, look. So. <laughs> The team from the asbestos riddle ground, the Manly Seagulls, Brendan Elliott at fullback, George Defoe and Ruben Garrick on the wings, Brad Parker and Moses Suley in the centres, Dylan Walker and Daly Cherry Evans in the halves, Adam Fanua Blake, Appy Corusau and Sean Kepi in the front row, Corey Waddell, Jack Kajewski and Jake Trebojevic in the back row, with Manisi Fainu, Homale Olakatu, Lloyd Parrott and Toa Fafawa Sipley coming off the bench. You know, testing me out this week, Manly. Oh, the Sharkies, Josh boys. Dugan and fullback, Sosia Fecky and Aaron Gray in the wings, Bronson Sherry and Josh Morris in the halves, Sean Johnson and Chad Townsend in the halves. Sorry, sorry, Aaron Gray and Sosia Fecky on the wings. My apologies. Sean Johnson and Chad Townsend in the halves, Aaron Woods, Jaden Braley and Matt Pryor in the front row, Britton Nakora, Wade Graham and Paul Gallen in the back row with Kurt Capewell, Jack Williams, Andrew Fafita and Braden Hamlin-Ueli. On those little sharkies, remember how I seemingly gave them the kiss of death about six weeks ago and I said they were my premiership smoky? I haven't reignited my passions for no. them, um, but geez, I was impressed with that 20 minutes after half time at Leichhardt the other mm. day. Mm. That was slick. Yeah. All, they just got to get the, get the ball to um, Jerry because he's, he's, he's just got he's wheels. In everything, yeah. But he's more than just a speed freak. Like he, he's oh, a he moves talented beautifully. player. Yeah, um, and he's, the fact they've re-signed Jesse Ramian. Yeah, oh, that is that centre pairing next year. Mm. No, well, I think it, it's they, a weird one though. I think they were quite happy with Jesse Ramian. It was just he got a, he got a great deal at Newcastle, and Cronulla said we're not going to hold you back here. We've just signed Morris. You go with our blessing, and then all of a sudden. Newcastle don't want him. Morris doesn't deserve to be dropped from the centre, so. No, he doesn't. Um, but they were very, very impressive. The man who's fast becoming my new favourite player, uh, Ronaldo Mulatalo, he's out for the week, which is a shame, because he's just, he's, he's one got, of those he's players. He's got a bit of, bit of something, eh? Something's always yeah. happening around him. He's a Queenslander too. He is. Which is very exciting. Yeah, he's, I think he's in their under-20s this year. But the Sharks just went bang. Out of the blue, just turned it on uh, in those 20 minutes after half time. Yeah, because they didn't start particularly great. Oh, no, it was an like, awful it, first it, half. Yeah it, yeah, it really was. Given the fact that um, I still... Can, can you believe Robbie actually made it out there? I, I think that's a fantastic... He was just brilliant to watch. He was a passenger, but it was nice to oh, see him out there. For the romantics, good on it him. was. Uh, Matt Moylan named in Jersey 21. I play him if he's fit. There's no tomorrows for Cronulla. Yeah. Um, given that Josh Dugan looks like he's on one leg to me, every time he gets tackled, he's hurt. Um, I'm playing Moylan in this game. Well, I don't think you play him off the bench. You start oh, the game. It's just fortunate that the other side's just in tatters. Well, and it's such a such a shame because they've they've had probably the the up up there with Parramatta getting to the finals. Oh, has just been a miracle. Is Desi the coach of the year? Have we decided Desi is the coach of the year? I think he's he's up there. He's up there with Brad with Brad Arthur. Yeah. I would suggest uh, none of those top four coaches really deserve. It, I don't think. I think I think um th- this what Desi's gotten. Out of players, you know the likes of Brad Parker. Oh, what he's done to Ruben Garrett, Blake. guys like that, Brendan Elliott. And as I say, he's done. It's not like Manly went out and bought a couple of million dollars worth of players. No. He's using the same players yeah. and the same resources. The Trent Barrett was bitching about a year ago. The same outdoor furniture, the same mm. shit little demandables there at Narrabeen. The resources haven't changed. It's just Desi's gone. Right, yeah. Let's get the head pads out mm. and away we go. Um, jersey number twenty-one for Cronulla, Matt Moylan. Jersey number twenty-one. <laughs> Big T-Rex. Oh, God, for the Manly Seagulls. A man who I'm prepared to state on this podcast, the most overrated footballer of the last 50 years, T. 
Tony Williams, the T-Rex. Yeah, I don't think anyone who's played for Australia can be in that no, category because he had some superb moments. Oh, moments. Literally, he kept I, I'm, I'm willing to say they were moments, but nah. at, at his best, he was he was a player. Did he ever play Origin? Was he one of those guys I, who got picked on an end of year, like I think he would, on the back of a good like Manly making the yeah. finals, I think. But some of those performances for Manly, like, he was unreal. Yeah, I just I, I never rated him. And I'm sorry, I know this sounds like a weird thing to say. If you've played for Australia but not played State of Origin, nah, doesn't count. Oh, Origin's the pinnacle, yeah. But I was saying, like, if, you, if you've played for Australia but never played for Origin, there should be an asterisk next to your name. How about Sione Mataudia? Oh, the youngest exactly. ever debutant. That, in, in a World Cup, no less. But uh, no, I don't buy that at all because a lot of guys find themselves on end-of-season tours on the back of a good final series. And because half the squad's busted. Everyone else is injured or having uh, operations. I, I, I agree with that. But so, be yeah, Tony, I hope the T-Rex plays just because of my morbid fascination. I want to see how this goes. Um, Big ask for that. Who, who, who was this? Um, Seppel, was it? Kane, uh, Sean something? Keppel? Oh, Sean Keppel. That's his second game. Yeah. That's, Keppy, that's a, sorry, it's Keppy. That's a big ask. Um, and considering uh, being asked to replace uh, Marty Tapao, T- T- who's been alongside Adam Fanua Blake, is their, I'd say their best player this year, not even just their best forward. Um, that's a real – I'll tell you who else is, is a blow is um, Taniela Paseca. Yeah. I'm a fan yeah, of his. He's been He's really a large good. human. Mm. Um, but they were ordinary last week, Manly, against what was a pretty red-hot Parramatta team. Um, Manly looked to me last week as a team have gone, oh, well, Tom's out. We've had a good year. We tried our best. Um, that was insipid. It, it just it's, it's just looks to be a sad end. Yeah, it's going to be a really sad end. It's been a great season. They've, they've really missed in their attack um, Joel Thompson and Curtis Sirenen. Just, just their ability yeah. to score tries and offer Those something edge different. Runs. Yeah. yeah. So even though it's at, even though and, it's at the asbestos the, dome, I'm tipping the Sharks here. I think yeah, I think you have to. I think we're going to be stuck with Paul Gallon for at least another week. I, I want to tip the Sharks, but I'm, 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 I need to, to make some ground. <laughs> if the Sharks win, do they win courtesy of a Paul Gallon field goal? No. I'm sorry, Gal. Gal's been trying to say it's not all about me. It's all about you, mate. You had your face on the jersey. Was it? Was there not a moment where he was trying to crash Robbie's parade as well, like oh, yeah. getting in the photos and stuff, mate? Just, just this is Robbie. Just rack off, Paul. You had you had a picture of yourself on the jersey for your last home game. You kicked a field goal. Like it's all about you, gal. Just be honest about it, mate. You've earned the right to make it all about you. Just stop lying to us. It's all about you, gal. So I'm on the Sharkies just for the purposes of trying to regain some ground. Are you on Manly here? Yes, and I'm prepared to wipe egg off my face next week. Uh, yeah, or possibly on. possibly some asbestos. Can You can bring them. Yeah. Very, very careful. I'm on the Sharks. Maddie's on Manly. It all kicks off Saturday night, 7.50 oh at Brookvale Oval. This is the Three Dummies Podcast. Thanks to the Sunshine Coast Daily with Maddie Holdsworth and Nathan Nugget-Dell. Oh, what a shame we're finishing the uh, the first week of the semifinals with, I believe, arguably the most disappointing game of the lot. The Parramatta Reels arguably. taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Arguably. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Oh, I don't think Saturday night's going to be great, to be fair, either, but Sunday is going to be rough. Uh, the Parramatta Reels, they're at Bankwest Stadium, 4 o'clock kickoff. Parramatta, Clint Gutherson, a fullback, Mike Acevo and Blake Ferguson on the wings. Michael Jennings and Wong and Blake in the centres. Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses in the halves. Kane Evans, Reed Marnie and Junior Paulo on the front row. Sean Lane, Manu Ma'u and Nathan Brown in the back row. Brad Takarangi, Daniel Alvaro, Ray Stone and Murata Nakora coming off the bench for the Broncos. 
Anthony Milford at fullback, Jermaine Asako and Corey Oates on the wings, Katoni Staggs and Alex Glenn on the centres, Darius Boyd and Jake Turpin in the halves, Matt Lodge, Andrew McCulloch and Payne Haas in the front row, David Fafita, Matt Gillett and Joe Hengawi in the back row, with James Seguiaro, Tom Flegler, Gemma Shibasaki and Patrick Carrigan coming off the bench. Um, the Broncos, they have summed up all year, they sum up right now why the top eight is too many teams. They've lost more games than they've won. You want to hear that loss to the Bulldogs on Saturday night? They won 11 and lost 12. That is unacceptable. Mm. Yeah, unacceptable. they don't deserve to be there. Disgusting. Like, not even a little bit. And it's just, unfortunately, that's the way the world's going to go because it's TV rights and the TV rights holders, be it Channel 9 or News Limited, Fox, Fox Sports, need as many games to show as they can so they can sell as many ads. I get the commercial reality of it. I'm keeping top, top eight. Oh, how? How well, after it, it, this year could you still be a fan of the top eight? Based on its history. like Go back like last year. The top eight wasn't a, a flop like it is this year. So is, is it just something years where we're, we're going to have to accept a dud every five or six years maybe? I is think that so, the issue yeah. is? Like, remember, remember games where Parramatta snuck in at seventh, the Warriors snuck in at eighth, and they've, they've caused some upsets? And turned it on. Yeah. yeah. And, look, and look, there probably are more instances of that than I this. I just think this year the, the, the gap between the top four arguably maybe fifth, five, has just been so much, you know, there's been a vast difference between the rest. You look at a situation, say, like within the NBA or the NFL, you've got to be 50% to make the playoffs. Just the fact that we can go, oh, yeah, now you're 48%, she'll be right. A university, we call that a pass conceded. Help me get a degree. Um, but they just summed up for me why. Uh, and the fact that the Broncos are kind of patting themselves on the back, we made it. What a great job. Their sort of marketing campaign this week is calling themselves the Dark Horse. I'm oh. sorry. No, you're not at that all. Is, no, you just suck. You're not the Dark Horses. Um, i tell you what, that awful game against the Bulldogs was worth sitting through, though, because I've got to tell you, I've never really been on the Katoni Stags bus until now. Oh, yeah. He was no. wonderful. It, it, I've always, I haven't mind the look of him, but a lot of people, yourself included, and a couple of other people who I, whose, whose, whose opinion I respect to have gone, really? Katoni Stags? And they've got, I'm talking about him being a priority signing for the Broncos. I never got it. Oh, I gets it now. Yeah. yeah. Daddy gets it big time. He was his unbelievable. His ability to break through tackles because he's not, no, he's not tall. He's sort of like a Matt Utah build. build yeah, that's a really good actually summing them. up. Yeah, strong. Yeah. But even just pickpocketing uh, young Meany for that try, that was fantastic. Um, he, but- he goes close to the Broncos player of the year. Yeah, I reckon he probably does, actually. I think Payne Haas has got it locked in the bag. Yeah, I would think so. But I reckon you'd think Staggs will finish in the top three or four vote, mm. get as you would like to think. Um, just just on Payne Haas, obviously he's got the rookie of the year sewed up. Sewed up. <laughs> Who, who's second? Yeah, I think you can't, can't go past Sevo. Sevo, and Sevo will win the try scoring here. That's oh, all locked up. He, Look, Charles Nicol Klockstad's been really good. He just hasn't been as flashy. Can he win the rookie of the year? Yeah, I think he can. I think he qualifies. Okay. Um, I think he only played like two games yeah. for the Warriors. Well, Haas played last year. I think he played three. Um, yeah. No, so I think uh, for all round, the most the, the rookie who's impressed me the most um, is without a doubt Payne Haas. Oh, yeah. But it's been on the back of those really big moments. I think that'll win Payne Haas the award is the fact that guys are sitting there going, how many minutes did he play? Did he play six, 65 minutes tonight? Did he play 75? Did he play 80 minutes? Yeah. That's the stuff. The cherry on top it, is the try. He's literally doing stuff, though, that no front row forward has no. done at that age ever. He's changing the game. In history, yeah. 
uh, which is what the best players, the Andrew yeah. Johns, Andrew Johns changed how halfbacks play. Cameron Smith has changed how hookers play. He's changing the, the kind of body type. See, I don't know if scouts he, are going to want. I, I don't know if, if players are going to be able to do it. What he does, the engine is ridiculous. He's he's just like a superhuman, eh? Yeah, it makes makes me sick. Yeah, but yeah I, I, but I Mike think Acevo, Sebo, Yeah, unlucky. Um, and I, I'm I I love Mike Acevo, and the thing that summed up last week, he scored his second try against Manly, sliding across the wet Bankwest mm. turf, and gives the the Parramatta faithful in the corner the thumbs up as he's sliding. Mm. He's having the best time of his life, oh, isn't he? A- absolutely. He is grinning from ear to ear every moment out there, Mike. He's a breath of fresh and air. Doesn't he absolutely deserve it? Because like understanding, he he's had a pretty tough you know upbringing. Fiji well, what is what he is is Sammy Rad Radra without the chip on his shoulder. Is what he is. Um, the fact that Brad Arthur very politely said, ah, no, we don't need Semi to come back to Parramatta because uh, it was fairly inglorious the way it all ended. Uh, Not on 800K. No, he's been an absolute breath of fresh air, Mike Acevo. Uh, the big one for me too this weekend, Nathan Brownback is massive. That's yeah, huge, huge for them. Yep. Uh, against a Broncos pack that promised so much and you take out Haas, you take out, um, you know, Tabita Pangai Jr. every six weeks. Not playing this weekend, of course. Um, Unjustly not playing. And really, they've been bullied a lot. That they have Broncos been, yeah. They, they, they were bullied I, by the I Bulldogs last week. What they do is they, they are paper readers. Yeah, they are. Gee, we're going well. Gee, we're the best young pack yeah. in the game. Yeah, well, are you? I think there's there's merit to them being one of the best packs in the game, you know, in three or four years' time. Because oh, there, there is potential for it. But oh, if the Broncos not can buy themselves what a they've actually done. The oh, no, I'm just talking about solely their pack. Yeah, no. But I'm saying if the Broncos can get themselves a halfback with that pack, they mm. win the comp in 2022. Mm. I got no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, can I, I can I ask what what has happened to Jermaine Asako? As in why he's come good? No, he hasn't. He's gone. Oh, well, he's forgotten he's how a, to defend. He doesn't stay in his wing. What's how many times year. he comes in? And he was the rookie of the year last year. And look, to be fair to Jermaine, he's had some had some personal problem with his dad. Being ill at the start no, of the year. No, but these that are fundamentals him. of wing play, and he's forgotten how to do them. You're right. He is getting caught a lot on that outside. The audacious little left-footed kick over the top the other night from young Lewis for Nick Meaney's second try, I, I think it was. was. Um, yeah, and Jermaine was nowhere to be seen. You know, you're right. He's making a lot of bad defensive reads. The, these, are, these are simple things, and he's Is this a lack of right. faith in the men inside you, though? Is well, that it shouldn't what it is? be. You have to have faith. Uh, no, that's, but usually, if a winger's cribbing in... But the fact that he's getting caught out that many there. times, yeah. it's it's worrying. Is someone not saying, Oi, stay out on the, on the white line? That'll really help us out. What what are they doing? Why is why is Subasaki continuously played? I, I, I don't know what role they think he's going to play off the bench. He's, he's not a game-breaker. He's not even an error player. But he's not he's even shown nothing yet. Like, uh, unless a centre gets hurt, I don't know what you do with Jim and Subasaki coming off the bench. I don't know. Look, again, it all falls into the it, category it of Anthony Seabold. I don't know what you're doing, and the good thing is I don't think you do either. Um, I'm on Parramatta here. Bankwest, Sunday afternoon. She's going to be as full as a fat girl's sock. Uh, I think Dylan Brown, because I haven't really talked about Parramatta yet too much, but um, Dylan Brown impresses me more and more every week. Yeah. And just the maturity of Mitchell Moses, I I reckon, because what was this, 40 to 4, this yeah, same fixture about eight weeks ago? Mm. I reckon we're looking at something And that was when the Broncos here. were going through somewhat of a resurgence. A little bit of a, a, bit mm. of a streak. It kind of ended the streak, mm. actually. I'm on the Eels. What say you, Matt, who's four points behind me in the tipping? Oh, I can't. There's, there's just no chance I can get on the Broncos. I'd love myself too, but that You're gap will Eels. just grow. So there it is. That's our semi-final week one. We're both on the Roosters. We're both in the Storm. I'm on the Sharkies. Matty's on Manly. And we're both on the Parramatta Eels. That is us done and dusted. Good luck with your oh. tipping. If your tipping's still going... 
Uh, have a great weekend of footy, Matty. You enjoy all the games. Yes, I'm off to a off to a wedding later this week. Oh, even MC, better. So, oh, MC duties. <sighs> yes. Do you, you need any inappropriate jokes? I can help you out with a few. I've been googling some. I've got nice. a, got a few. Yes. Summer Ronnie Dangerfield works always tends to go pretty well at a wedding. Just check with the mother-in-law first. Uh, so everyone, have a great weekend out there. Enjoy your footy, and we'll see you right here next week on the Three Dummies NRL podcast. You've been listening to the Three Dummies. Thanks to the Sunshine Coast Daily. Stick a fork in us, we're done. 